Um, do you want to do a side quest? You got any? We can do a quick one. I can talk about Little Lou's. I don't remember if I've talked about Little Lou's hot chicken yet. We should talk about Little Lou's because it's very, very good. And uh, I, I tried the new Coke. I did too. I did. I actually tried it before you messaged about it, but uh, I, I didn't I, like no, it very kidding. much. No, it's not good. And so I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> He'll probably find it at some point. <laughs> yeah, no, let's talk about it. Year three thousand. The new Coke. Coke. Why? Why three thousand? Uh, they all just taste like weird tutti frutti bullshit to me. That's so now. that that was the the one of the dudes at work uh, picked it up and he's the one who told me about it actually. And then randomly that same day, I saw it at gas station kebab that it was there. Yeah. But I, but he's like he's like you know what it tastes like, and I'm like I I don't because you just told me about it for the first time. He's like it tastes <laughs> like it tastes like when you get fluoride at the dentist, and. <laughs> He's fucking right, yeah, man. That's pretty incredible. It tastes exactly like getting fluoride at the dentist, but it's pop, <laughs> and it's not. Uh, yeah, it's not great, man. No, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. You know what? It is. So I tried it first in a bottle, and I do think it is better in a can. I think I think all pop is better in a can. The plastic uh, yeah. bottles just don't. They're not just, good. Yeah, I guess it's just kind of a given. But here's what I will say. When we were completely out of Coke Zero like normal, it tasted great because it was the only Coke that I had in the house. Right. <laughs> yeah, but it's so, not good. No, The bottle's kind of cool. Like, it's got a cool design to it, and the, the colors, colors are, are very cool. pretty. I just want Coke Starlight. Yeah, just they should just bring back Starlight as a permanent flavor. Yeah, you know what quit, it is. They're they're the like bullshit. they're like they probably just they're like okay, we'll make X amount of bottles of the shit, but then just burn the recipe, and they can't yeah. recreate it. They're probably still trying to recreate it, and they keep coming up with this <laughs> other shit. And they're like, fuck. Yeah, I don't. I just I don't understand. Like maybe they're just like putting everybody through the ringer so that they're like Starlight is back. It's like the fucking yeah. McRib or something like. Ugh. The uh the the last one the League of Legends one wasn't terrible but it wasn't good either like I wasn't like I gotta have more of that like yeah no Starlight I could drink regularly like yeah it, I would drink that instead of regular Coke Zero yeah yeah I there haven't been I don't think there's been any that I have purchased multiple packs of since Starlight yeah which is a bummer but. So yeah, we tried it so you don't have to, listeners. Don't go get Y3000 Coca-Cola. It's terrible. Yeah. Don't bother. It tastes like fluoride, which is my least favorite part of going to the dentist. <laughs> I don't really care. If you care. really love like, fluoride, there's probably somebody yeah, out there that loves it. Some know? weird kink. <laughs> We're just kink shaming <laughs> people who are into fluoride treatment. Like, oh, I love having my teeth cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I heard uh, if you put it in in your retainer and then put it on, it feels like you're getting. Yeah, you just dip your toothbrush into this stuff first, and then <laughs> brush your teeth with it. Gross. Um, uh, what else? Little Lou's hot chicken. Yes. Uh Little Lou's hot chicken is a it's Michigan hot chicken, not Nashville, Michigan. Yeah, and uh, holy shit, so good. It, it's unbelievably good. 
like I think the tender meal is like thirteen dollars, right? And it comes with three chicken tenders and two sides. Yeah. And I don't they don't tell you this, but it, it's not three chicken tenders, it's like three chicken breasts. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like you're literally getting like almost three whole chicken breasts like that at are at least then, like one and a half. Yeah, that are deep fried and then tossed in hot oil to whatever uh-huh. heat level specification you prefer. Um, which if you're a boss, you get it hot or extra hot. And it's it's the heat's I good. I haven't it's been brave that, enough to go higher than mild. See, I don't think it's I personally don't think it's that hot. I think um their their heat is it's not that it's hot, it's that it sticks. Like mm-hmm. it burns for a while. And it's it's kind of cumulative, so as you're eating it, it kind of gets a little more intense, and then it just kind of keeps rolling for at least you know ten fifteen minutes until you're until after you're done eating and stuff like. Mm-hmm. But man, the the breading mix they got on that chicken is next level. So good. Their sides are good. The only I I would say the only thing I, I didn't like about their coleslaw is I think it needed a little more vinegar. Mm. But the collard greens were awesome. Their French fries are good. You can get their French fries like hit with some of the hot spice too. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. it's next level, man. Yeah. Did you get the comeback sauce? I did have some comeback sauce. Yeah, dip my tenders in that stuff. It's good, Very man. Very good. So good. Their I, ranch I don't know is what good. It is. It's probably just ranch and something else, but. And they they've got Texas peat hot sauce in little packets too that you can just like throw on extra and it's it's good man Texas peat like Texas peats I'd say probably equivalent to like um like Louisiana hot sauce it's it's like a it's a step up from like your typical um uh what what am I looking for Tapatio and uh what are the other ones the baseline like a cholula yeah cholula level like it's it's like a step up from those tapatio okay. cholula and 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 what's the last one tabasco mm. those three are, are like okay they're nothing special they're they're definitely better than like frank's red hot mm. um tapatio of those three is probably the best one but texas pete is like a step up from that so okay, I know, and, I haven't tried it from there. I haven't. I've never. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I just like I get you get a couple packs of Texas Pete and you just add it to the ranch and stir it up and eat it and it's good. Like I said, it's very much like Louisiana hot sauce, which if you're not familiar is one of the cheapest hot sauces you can get in the store that comes in a giant bottle and it's like it's just good hot sauce. It's great on eggs and everything, pizza. Um. It's one of my favorites. Next to uh, I, my my go to is Valentina Black Label, like which is, I mean that shit is like a dollar for like a bottle of that stuff, and it's it, I like it because it it's not one of the 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 openings that you have to like pat the bottom to get a couple drops to come out. Mm-hmm. It has a teardrop shaped opening, so you can actually let air in and just pour it over pour. stuff. Nice. Yeah, Valentina's the shit. But yeah, man, little lose. That it's so good. I would if uh, if I wasn't diabetic, I would eat it three times a week, probably. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. Because it's that good. Uh, so I, like, I I allow myself to have it when I'm having a really bad day at work. I'm like, I'll make myself feel better if I eat this. 
I yeah, I I uh I liked Gus's a lot. When yeah, Gus's is good. It, it's it a, is like, very good. It's a little dry. Yeah. This like little lose. That's the thing is the difference between little lose and Gus's is little lose is not dry at all. It is like yeah. the juiciest chicken. Bre- like that's the thing. You know how hard it is to get juicy chicken breast. That's yeah. hard. Yeah, that that is like the worst cut of meat to ever have to cook because it's it's either raw or it's dried out. Yeah. So they they've somehow perfected their brining process to give you like the most stellar piece of chicken breast that you've ever had in your life. Absolutely. Have you seen the sandwich? Uh, I think I got the sandwich. It's a monster. It is very big. (laughs) It's a monster. Yeah. No, it's it's good. It's good. I still need to try the mac and cheese, but the past few times I've gone, they haven't had it. It's like one yeah, of the market the market sides that they do like sporadically. Yeah, I don't think I've had it either. Um, they do have a food truck too. Yep. That's they that's actually the food truck. That's the main thing was the food truck, but they needed if you run a food truck, you have to have a commissary kitchen that you're a part of in order to properly clean and prep your food. Like you can't actually prep food on the truck. That's not legal, I think, in Michigan. Interesting. So you have to have a commissary kitchen that you work out of or a brick and mortar that you work out of to prep food. And then you can have them like on the truck. It's also um, you have to have a brick and mortar in order to be able to clean the truck out properly to pass like food inspections, hmm. um, health inspectors and shit like that. Interesting. I looked into it for a while because I was I really wanted a food truck. <laughs> I still want a food truck. Who am I kidding? Yeah. But yeah, it's it's good, man. I would I would I would eat little lose many times in a week. For sure. I don't I don't think I've had any other like good food lately. It's interesting because Nicole and I got it a while back and we were like, that was okay. But then for some reason, like two weeks ago, I was like, You wanna get a little loose? She was like, sure. And then like this past weekend, I was like, Do you want to get a little loose again? She's like, Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. It's just it's one of those things where it's like the third like by the second time we had it, we were like, This is pretty good. And then the third time we're like, uh huh, yep. Probably gonna do this like once a week at this point because it's just that fucking. It's just good. too good, man. That's yeah. the thing is, you guys, you could like, you could probably split the tender meal between two people. Yeah, honestly, like she, I don't think she finishes. I don't think she's finished the whole meal in one go yet. And yeah, you, if you I get was the, being disciplined, then one meal would be well, half a meal would be enough. You you get the tender meal with fries as one of your sides, and then like another other side, and then yeah. maybe get another side auxiliary to those and then yeah. that's enough food for two people easily for sure because you just split the fries and then each person has their own other individual side and yeah, yeah no it's it's stupid how good the third is. the third uh yeah tender but yeah i just every like when like i've only i've had it three times now no three two times two times and it's always been when I'm having a really bad day at work, and I was like, I, this, yeah, Dave was like, you, we should get a little loose. He's like, that'll make you feel better. He's like, that'll fix everything. And I'm like, what do you mean it'll fix everything? He's like, trust me, it'll fix everything. And I'm like, all right. Ordered it up, and I was like, I don't give a shit about anything anymore. Like, this is next level. That's good. That's good. But yeah, I, I can't think of anything else I've had lately. I, I will, I don't remember if I brought it up before, but, uh, Ba- people are sleeping on Bagger Dave's. Mm. I think Bagger Dave's burgers are good. Um, 
I and I get the turkey burger that they have on the menu. Their, their turkey burger is pretty solid. They've got like a te- it's like a Texas turkey burger or something like that with like guacamole and the coleslaw on it, and uh, it's on a nine grain like whole grain bun. Mm. It's delicious, man. Like, uh, the only thing I think is they need to make their fries crispy because all the places that serve their fry or fry their fries in like peanut oil. Yeah. Peanut oil is not good for French fries. Like, I don't nope. care that it has a high smoke point. It makes your fries sloppy and gross. Yeah. You need to, they, like, make them they crispy. require an air fryer after. Yeah. Like, yeah. make them crispy. Like, I want crispy fries. The, 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 a good French fry is, like, crispy on the outside and, like, fluffy on the inside. Like, the peanut fried, peanut oil fried ones are just soggy. Like soggy it's, all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. They're just they've just sponged up all of the peanut oil and it's gross. Like I'm not that's not good. Nope. So I usually get the uh the sweet potato fries because I think they come out better than the regular fries hmm. at uh, at Bagger Dave's. Um so yeah, if you're not familiar with Bagger Dave's, they're pretty solid too. Megan likes them because their side salad is like the full size salad. Really? Like, it's a it's a big salad for a side huh. salad, yeah. Yeah, she, I don't know. she usually rolls fish and chips from a burger joint. I don't get it, but apparently their fish and chips is really good. I think there was there was uh, there was a time like Nicole was not was like notably not a Bagger Dave's fan, and we tried it out a couple times over the pandemic, and it was okay a couple times, and there were a couple times where it was bad, and I think it was just spotty at the time. But I feel like any time that we used to go there, like, in person, it was good. So, maybe it's time to give it a try again at some point. Yeah, it's it's just, like, it never seems busy. And yeah. I think it's, I think the one in Berkeley has been for sale for a while, too. Like, they've been trying to sell it off. Um, But it's still, it's, like, I'm, I was, I've been really happy th- every time I've ordered from them lately. Nice. I was mad a while back when I ordered from them and I went in to pick up the food and they didn't have the milkshake. Because, mm. like, I think it was me- when Megan was pregnant, too, because she, she was craving a chocolate milkshake. And, like, I walk in there, they got the food on the shelf, and I go to grab it, and I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I'm waiting on a milkshake. They're like, oh, yeah, machine's broke. And I'm like, cool. Like, why was I able to, like, order then? Can you, can't yeah. you just, like, turn that off? Like, and they're like, well, no, you'll have to call in and get a refund. I'm like, you can't just That's give so me a refund, like, right now? Yeah. And they're like, no. And I'm like, so I gotta call someone tomorrow? Because they didn't even have a manager on staff to, like, give me a proper refund. I had to, like, call in the next day, and I was like, whatever. Like, I just, whatever. I just threw away $5. That is the worst part about the current restaurant pickup order paradigm is dealing with that kind of shit of like oh yeah we didn't have that we didn't bother to call you to substitute i I can't remember if i even ranted about this on a side quest previously but like the last few times we've ordered from uber eats they've forgotten the salad yeah like an entire item and like it's not that the restaurant didn't make it it's that the driver didn't take it from the restaurant yeah so like we ordered from lockhart's a while back i think it was for our anniversary we ordered lockhart's like to go and had it delivered driver didn't have the salad and I, and that's megan's entire meal was yeah. the salad that she ordered and so the driver's just like oh uh you should tell it you should write it in the notes on uber eats to have the restaurant check the food 
And I'm like, that's a good plan, but that doesn't help me right now. I'm missing a salad that I paid 20 fucking dollars for. Yeah, like the restaurant didn't probably didn't do it wrong. Like it was probably no. That's the thing. So so she's like, well, you the the Uber Eats driver was like, you should call the restaurant. And I was like, that's cool. Like you could go back and get it and bring it to me, and then I'll give you your tip, (laughs) or not. It's your call. She's like, well, that's not cool. And I'm like, it's not cool that I paid twenty dollars for a salad that I don't have. Yeah. So, what's up? And she's like, I don't know. I have other deliveries to make. I'm like, whatever. Get out of here. Go away. So then I called the restaurant and I was like, hey, you know, I just placed an Uber Eats order. And they're like, are you missing a salad? I'm like, yes, I'm missing a salad. The lady was like, I have your salad right here. I'm like, cool. So I went on an Uber Eats app. I claimed that I didn't have a salad (laughs) and I got a refund. And then I went and picked up my own salad. (laughs) And the lady gave me a dessert at the same time because she felt bad. So that was cool. Yeah. And then we ordered from Torimina's pizza. I was outside playing with Ellie on the front lawn. The driver from Uber Eats rolls up. We ordered a pizza and a salad. Two things. That's it. A pizza and a salad. Very simple. Driver pulls up, hands me a pizza, goes, thanks, and like walks away. And I'm like, hey, uh, what about the salad? She's like, oh, it says you just got a pizza. And I'm like, show me. And she like pulls up her phone and she's like, well, it's gone now. And I'm like, here. And I showed her my phone. I was like, look, here's a pizza and a salad. And then she's like, well, the ticket only said pizza. And I pulled the ticket out of the pizza box. And I was like, look, yeah. it says pizza and salad. And she's like, well, you can get a refund. And I'm like, or you can go get me the pizza or you can go get me the salad. And she's like, well, I have other deliveries to make. And I'm like, okay, like, that's not my problem. Like, I'm missing an item that I purchased yeah. that you're telling me, like, to call and like, you're going to inconvenience me further for this. And this is supposed to be convenient. Like, so I called up Torimina's and I'm like, hey, I'm missing a pizza or I'm missing a salad. I ordered a pizza. They're like, oh, yeah, it's sitting right here on the counter. The girl didn't even take it. And I'm like, what are you what is going on? Like. So, I, yeah, yeah like no, no joke. Every single order we've placed through Uber Eats, like probably for the past year and a half to two years has been there's been something wrong with it. That's the thing is that like, yes, it's convenient, but like I just it's so much it costs so much more too yeah that i like i can't even i can't even mess with that i don't even want to deal with that or doordash or any of that shit i, I just keep telling megan i'm like am, am i going to get this or are we having it delivered because i i don't want to pay like 70 dollars to have like two meals delivered that i can go pick up and it costs me half of that yes yeah the only thing i order delivery on the regular that i'm happy with is is a uh, cottage in pizza hmm I just have that because we order that probably once a week or every once every two weeks, maybe. But yeah, man. Little Lou's fixes everything, though. Little Lou's hot chicken. Plus, they have a cool logo. And uh, it's nice to have a restaurant in that particular space now that seems like it might be a little more permanent. It could stick around. Although, you know, I guess I I, haven't driven by there during like lunchtime well that's the thing is their hours are super weird like i'm pretty sure they're closed like mondays and tuesdays but then they're open like wednesday thursday friday saturday and sometimes sunday like they have really weird hours which makes it hard like but i'm again i assume like it's all because they just use it as the main base for their food truck and the food truck is like the main money maker for them Mm -hmm. so yeah i still need to try the other place the taco place casa amato i need to check that out we tried that out. It was okay. I think we need another go before we really 
pass any judgment on it. Yeah. All I know is we missed the grilled cheese that was at uh, Atomic Dog because it was it was very good. Yeah. Um. Real quick before we go, you you started checking out Strike Force Five. Have you listened to everything? I haven't listened yet, to everything. No? Uh, I've listened up through the mailbag episode. Okay. And uh, I actually listened to that out of order because I listened to that before the Strike Force Wives episode, and I think yeah. it originally was supposed to go afterwards. Um, that it, it's I I wish there were more podcasts like that. Like mm-hmm. they they uh did they do all twelve episodes or they still have a few more? They still have a few more left. I think they only got through eight last week, so I think they have another two weeks because they've been doing two episodes a week. I think Tuesday and Thursday. Okay, and I saw and, that they um, they had an episode with John Stewart and one with David Letterman. Yes, and they're both great. They're yeah, both so I I'm great. really excited to listen to those. It's it's fun from the standpoint of hearing like kind of the inside baseball of like when they're like, is it like this on your show? And they're like, no, it's not like that at all. Like, yeah, there's like a there's a group of ten people that have had the job of late night host, and this is five of them together talking yeah. about it. And so, like, the commonalities that they share or, like, there's one moment in one of the episodes where they bring out the fact that, like, it's so interesting hearing about something that you guys do where, like, we've had trouble figuring something out for that and you just have a good solution for it. And, like, it's fun hearing a camaraderie between them rather than just the weird shitty sniping between, like, mostly Leno. It's all Leno. Leno's fault for probably all of it. But well, like, yeah, because he physically has that enormous head and chin of his, so he's got he needed somewhere to stuff that ego. Yeah, Leno, like Leno and Letterman and Conan, like the bad blood between them, I think sucked in a lot of ways. But it's kind of refreshing to like hear the five of them talk about their shows and the experiences that they have and and stuff like that. And so uh, it's just a very unique thing for right now and uh you know it sounds like the writer's strike is likely coming to an end now that they have they 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 have tentatively accepted agreeable terms um and and those shows are poised to return uh within you know the next month and a half or something like that but uh it's it's cool that the podcast will exist as like this time capsule of like Here's these guys hanging out and talking together. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, two other things I want to say. I feel like they must realize that maybe they can utilize this for something more in the future, even if there's not, like, a strike going on. Right. Maybe it'll be, like, a special event, like, here's the five of us getting together to talk about, you know, this thing or something. Or just whenever they do their off season, like when they're off se- you know, off their normal season or whatever, they're taking a break. They can do like quick little snippet episodes or whatever, yes. talk about what's coming up or like weird things that happen during the season that like one of them wants to talk shit about or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it it's it's a uh, it's just so it's so funny. Like, cause they they are all like super funny to listen yeah, to and absolutely just, except for jimmy fallon but it's okay because they make fun of him <laughs> that's the thing is like he he has a couple of funny things that he says here and there like and but he also like sets them up like yes. with like i like, i think it was when he was talking about the first time he saw his wife like walking down the street like before you know when before they met 
and there's the the cab driver was like, "Hey, is that Pedusa hot or something like that?" And like, <laughs> yeah. and he tells about he's like, "Yeah, she's got nice teeth and blah." And they're like, "What are you talking about? A horse? Like everything that you just said could have been you like describing a horse." Did and you? Then, did you? And then like, there's and then he goes through his wife's description of like the the day that he fell in love with her or whatever, and like and and then Seth Myers is like, oh, and then the next line she tells you about, she even brings up the horse joke or something like that. <laughs> did you hear the part where like they? Uh, it's become a bit of a of a of a running joke now, but the first time that. Fallon dropped the name Fever Pitch. Yeah, and they clapped. And they, they all started spontaneously <laughs> clapping. It was just like... Yeah, and Jimmy it, Kimmel's like, I've never felt more connected to these five men right or four men right now. Like, yes. Yeah, it's so fucking funny. It's so good. Um, the other thing, uh, Ryan Reynolds and, like, Aviation Jim... Yeah, all, all of his ad spots are really all funny. All of his bespoke ad spots, making fun of them and calling back to jokes in previous episodes because he's actually probably listening to these episodes. Yeah. It's incredible because he's so fucking funny. And they're basically just like, it's not it's not fair. Like, he's actually funny. And yeah. he's also beautiful. And he's funny and charming and, and, and amazing looking. And yeah, no, it's yes. it's it's so good. It's such a good podcast. I, I really hope they continue to do something with it. Uh, and, yeah. and I would like to see other podcasts of the same nature, like coming from different industries like that. I just think it would be super fun, you know, to have different people talking, you know, the inside baseball of what they're doing, but also just like, especially writers and comedians like, I, again, it, it reminds me so much of of the green room with Paul Provenza, and for sure, I I I absolutely love that show. Like I spent yeah. a lot of time on YouTube rewatching all of those old episodes because it's fascinating to see these comedians interact with each other on a different level than just like telling normal jokes or doing monologues and whatever. Like they can see the matrix code of each other's like behavior and hundred percent, yeah, and like watching them calculate that specific joke to really skewer each other is just yep. so fucking good it's so good yes. yeah so Absolutely. i i'm thoroughly enjoying it i hope other people check it out i told megan about it and then uh when we were driving out to the wedding this weekend uh i put on the wives episode so she could listen to it and she was cracking up so yeah we still need to finish it again like i i was i've been dying laughing through it even the second time through because it's just so funny it's so good uh, yeah. but yeah, it's, they, they are, they are pretty fantastic to listen to. So I, I'm really excited to listen to the John Stewart and David Letterman episodes. I can't, I can't wait to hear Letterman talk with them Yeah, because no, I can't it's... even imagine what he would say to them. Like, I don't, I don't even know, like, cause he, he's a whole different generation of comedian on top of like late night host. Like for sure. Yeah. They all grew up watching, watching him. him. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, absolutely. It's very, it's very good. It's very cool. It's cool that they got they got the opportunity, and I'm curious if they. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know if they've announced anything about like future guests and whether or not like maybe Conan will pop his head in. Maybe not. I don't know. Like I don't know how things went between him and Jimmy at that at the time that he left. Really, um, but you know, there's there's also you know I don't care if they talk to Jay Leno. I don't think they would really. But yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> especially talking to David Letterman, but. Um. Yeah. And please, just... God, don't invite James Corden. Like, just don't. 
<laughs> just please don't. Oh God! As much James of a Corden. piece of shit as Jimmy Fallon may be on his show, like I heard that Jimmy Court or whatever James Corden is even worse. Oh he, uh, yeah, he's just apparently an asshole in all of his life, not just on the show. Yes, yeah. from the stories that you hear. But all right. Anyway, anyway, you're liking it. Yeah, and, thoroughly, uh, thoroughly enjoying other people it. People should check it out too if they like comedy and late night hosts. Definitely. So, anyways, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks again for joining us. Peace.